Keycard presents Back Issue Bloodpath with your hosts, Andrew Young and Petula Neal. Superheroes, clean lines, bright shiny colors, and more. Welcome to Back Issue Bloodbath. I'm Andrew Young. With me, as always, is Petula Neal, but not here right now. We're actually taking you back in time a couple of weeks for this episode of Back Issue Bloodbath. Myself and Petula were at Fan Expo Canada where we got to uh, spend a good amount of time in Artist Alley. And during that time, of course, we talked with a few comic creators. And one of those comic creators is the guest that you're going to hear today, Paraceline. He's a comic illustrator and colorist based uh, in Toronto. And uh, we spent some time talking about his cover work on books like Static Shock and Creed, as well as his collaborations with many different artists, The Life of a Colorist, and more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some fun comic talk with a pretty cool professional. Give it a listen. All right, we're here at Fan Expo Canada. Back as you bloodbath is on the road. Me and Petula are here, as you say, out in them streets. Is that what you usually say? I am not for the streets, but here I am. There, yeah. you, there you go. Where we came out, and uh, we are talking with comic artist Paris Aline. Paris, how's it going, man? Uh, it's going well, yeah. You've been doing some amazing work lately. Of course, for years we've been seeing you doing some amazing work in colors, but now you're you're finally getting to uh, shine on the pencils there. One that really caught my eye was the... Uh, Static Shadows of Dakota number two cover. That issue really popped. What was it like getting to draw Static? Uh, well, it was definitely a dream come true. Static's been one of my favorite characters for a really long time. So, even though I, at the time, I was very much time crunched, I did not have enough time to do it, but I kind of pushed everything else aside to get it done. And I figured all the other editors will forgive me. And I really love the way it turned out. I'm still one of my favorite pieces that I've done. What is it about Static that you love? It really was the fact that I got to grow up with the character, like watching the cartoon. And like my dad actually collected the comics um, when he was younger. I don't know. I guess it had a special place for me. It made me realize, like, oh, at this point, I'm able to actually work on something that not only do I recognize, but I love. It wasn't just, I guess, working for, like, faceless companies on random projects anymore. It was mm. I got to actually do something that I cared about for maybe one of the first times. Very cool. You can really see the love in... All of your characters, I would say, I love what you do with hair, not just the black characters, but all of them. But he just looked properly moisturized. I, I don't know what it is that you do specifically, but I feel like, oh, they're using like good, good products in their hair, which I imagine with his powers would be a real problem. The, the way you sort of have the reflection off of certain skin tones, especially that one in the uh, Marvel Legends, the Black Panther one that I gave to my cousin's little boy who's not a reader and he loved them, one and two. I'm sorry, I would hear that. <laughs> yeah, like those really, the colors in those and the way sort of the skin looked, especially at night, like... That's one of the things I love about the way you do color for your characters, that even from Afterlift, the switch from Earthworld to Hellworld, like, that hell looked kind of fun. I love, like, the way you had the light reflecting off of 
the characters when the flames were really kicking up in some of those fight scenes. And I just wanted to ask, how do you sort of approach that? I know from watching things about film, they do sort of lighting tests to get the right, you know, day-night approach. How do you approach different areas for looking at whether it's night in Wakanda or Hellfire, but make it cute? Oh, man, I wish I had a clearer answer in my head. I guess, like, I'm not to, you know, big myself up too much, but I feel like I'm very observant. And I know, like, I've always been really interested in the way, like, light works and the way shadows fall across things and how light or shadow affects the way things look. So having the opportunity to actually try these things out, it's like, hey, you know, I've actually taken the time to recognize these things, to see the patterns, to understand it. So when I actually get the chance to work on it in comics, I just like to have fun with it. So I like to push it so it's a little bit more exaggerated so you can see, like, light reflected, or sorry, color reflected a bit um, better. And uh, especially working with more black characters, I do think that the care isn't normally there for, like, how, like, you know, skin looks in different colors and different, like, um, in, in different times of day. But I wanted to make sure that, like, you know, for our books or whatever book I'm on, that that is clear. Well, I want it to be accurate because somebody has to care. Well, also, I got to say, most recently, I've really been digging the Creed covers. Those covers, those are really popping. Like, there's so much energy coming off the pages of that. And I know because a lot of the stuff you draw, you know, it's superhero-based and things like that. So seeing, you know, a regular person, you know, who's extraordinary at their job, the way you draw young Creed there. The daughter. She looks amazing. So when you approach drawing what would be considered, quote-unquote, a regular person, like not a superhero, not supernatural, do you try to imbue them with the same type of energy that you would a supernatural or superhero character? I'd say definitely. It's all about the energy for me. You know, there's like the fluidity of, I guess, real life and the way people actually move. So in illustration, you can just like push it a bit more. And her being a fighter definitely leaned into that so like i could exaggerate like the motions i could really add like the streaks of like her boxing glove like going across like uh the frame for the first image and then afterwards i had a fun time like you know playing with like depth character people in the foreground people in the background i always love to have things further back and things for like um like up in your face it lets your eye move around like the the piece more naturally and i just feel like it's actually like fun to look at now yeah. it's not just Here's an image on a plane, and there it is. I want people to move. I, I want the, the, the image itself to feel like there is something, I guess, out of frame. Right. Like, what you're looking at is an image, but it's an image that's a snapshot of what is a world. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel the motion of that. The, the foreground, the background, everything, it kind of feels like it's the energy is coming towards you almost out of the page, definitely. Your work on the Riri... Infinity comic, and I love the Infinity comics, definitely showed, I would say, your ability to shift your style because those are definitely, I would say, more kind of like true children's comic books, at least the way a lot of the colors are. And with that scrolling approach, was there anything that you really enjoyed about working on that one? Because I, the her suit like really fills those screens as I'm scrolling. I'm like, I think I need a bigger phone if I want to read this one again. Um, well, actually, the best part about that was I got to uh, David Cutler, the illustrator, is a friend of mine. So when they asked me if I wanted to color it, I was kind of hesitant. I'd seen some like some of the Infinity comics, and I wasn't super blown away with them. 
I do feel like too many of the colorists maybe look at it as a kind of an afterthought. So like something that they, they throw colors on like quickly. But seeing that it was like a friend of mine drawing it, I really wanted to show like that love that I think his work really deserves. So I just had fun. And yeah, no, I definitely could tell that I noodled maybe a little bit too much. Like I was zooming in, like, so I wanted it to be far more, I guess, like detailed as if it were like a full page comic. Because again, like David Keller's work is so good. And I really just wanted to like play it up. I wanted to turn it up to 10. I think colorists should like do, do their best to to amplify what the illustrator is already doing. So that was my whole goal. And I think I, I did a pretty good job. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Well, and now you also got to do some interiors recently on the uh, Carnage Reigns Alpha book that came out in May, uh, working with uh, David Prepus. And, like, again, when it's Carnage and it's a crossover, it's always going to be, like, a ton of crazy stuff. And so the, 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 the short amount of pages you had, there was a lot of shit going on in those pages. So yeah. what was it like bringing uh, David's script to life there? Oh, man, it was a lot of fun. Like, um, David like, and I, we've known each other, like, online for, like, a couple years at this point. I know, like, I'd wanted to work with him for, like, a really long time. So just seeing a lot of, like, uh, his, like, indie work. So getting this opportunity was great. I really had been waiting a while for it. There's a certain love that you can see in a script. And, it, like, it obviously changes from, like, project to project. But there's a certain love that you can see from the writer that you want to... It makes you want to, like, do your best. Um, I don't know how that sounds, but, like... I do, I, I do my best on every project. Don't worry yeah. about it. Uh, especially, like, it really made me want to maybe push it a bit further than I normally would. I was trying a lot of new things with it. I just um, finished drawing um, Static Up All Night, uh, the graphic, young adult graphic novel from DC. And, you know, you worked with, I worked with one character for so long, I thought, decided at this point, like, I want to try some, some new, new things. Especially because, again, going from a young adult graphic novel to this carnage store, which is far darker, even though it was only, like, a few pages long, it's still... Like, you see, like, uh, like Carnage just doing, like, darker things. That's yeah. who the character is. So it was fun to have, like, that shift and to see, like, does my artwork shift in as uh, the story does. And I feel like it did. Yeah. So, you know, it's good. Oh, definitely. One of my favorite things about following you on social media is February because the sort of character day that happens in that month that builds up to that beautiful kind of like here's everyone all together just the way we like wish they could be kind of like a, a comic book cookout that happens by the time it's all done I just wanted to ask like how did you first get into doing that it also just thank you because it's such a great way to find people to follow because like other comic artists they often maybe put on people they work with or people that are the books they're on but like every February I follow you and I find at least five new artists to follow through that experiment well the actually the idea initially another artist brought it to me because you know he knew that i loved collaborating and bringing like artists together and he wanted to do the project like the two of us and have us each draw 14 characters but because i am i guess a glutton for pain i decided i was like hey wouldn't it be crazy if we instead of us drawing like splitting this 28 characters we got 28 artists for one piece so we did that the first year, and it was a lot of, well, who do we know? So mm -hmm. there was like a, you know, a few people that we, you know, we knew personally and we wanted to bring them on. And then afterward, like finding other artists where it's like maybe we didn't even know this super well. There was a lot of reaching out to people like we didn't know at all just to say like, hey, we have an idea. Would you be interested in taking a chance on this? And a fair amount of people said no. We had enough people say yes, and it was like we were really happy to see it. We think it turned out really well the first year. The second year, we decided we, we wanted to do it again. 
we tried to switch it up a bit and again find like new artists. So we still had like the same like buddies of ours like no, we'll always ask to take part in if they if they're willing to. Then um beyond that it was again like more people like, going to like, Hey, you don't know us, but would you like to work on this project with us? But now at least we have a project to tell like, hey, here's what it look it turned out to be last year. And we had um we have enough like professional friends that you know, we had like some you know, pretty big names in it. And then the second year we were able to get like some like other really big names in it. The year after that, like the third year, we unfortunately both got too really busy with work and it was like a huge disappointment. But but we plan to bring it back. But we, we have a lot of ideas for, for this coming year. Whether nah, I mean I don't want to say too much about it. But yeah. No spoilers. I wanna be surprised. I love like, going to your Instagram and just like giggling with excitement when I see that's going on or the spider sonas so yeah keep surprising me yeah well that's yeah you bring up the spider sonas as well it's like the the art collaborations whether you organize them or whether you were asked to be a part of them that must be a lot of fun to see what the other artists bring to the table and see how they complement your work and you complement theirs oh definitely i think like i mean a big thing is like obviously it's not like a competition or anything i think everybody wants to prove like you know you're no slouch so, like, they invited you to be part of it. You want to do your best work because everybody else is bringing their A game. You don't want to be the piece where everyone looks at it and like, oh, this is great. I mean, that one piece, it, that one's okay. But <laughs> you, you don't want that to be you. So for all of these things, whether I'm organizing it or just being invited, I always will go out of my way to, like, try to, like, just do, like, the best I can with it. I try to be, like, as creative as I can. I know for, like, uh, this, this collaboration, the idea was simply, like, the most recent one we, I, I was part of, most it was just your character going from the left to the right <laughs> and a lot of people they drew the character like, like jumping like uh forward some people maybe it was like in a flip and i was like i i draw a lot of spider-man i think i'm pretty good at it if i'm being, I'm being modest so i decided i'm like well, i'm gonna do something different i'm gonna i'm gonna push it even further i'm gonna be the one person who has like a maybe over the top swinging pose because, again, that's just my favorite part of, uh, of drawing Spider-Man. A couple other people did like other swinging poses, but again, because it was a collaboration piece, it's hard to actually do those because the webs don't need to attach to something. Mm. So I just had to, I was talking to the organizer of it, and I was like, hey, here's what I'm thinking. Can you kind of place me like around here on it? Otherwise, it won't make sense. <laughs> yeah. And thankfully, they were able to um, oblige me, and I think it... The most recent one turned out great. All, all the ones that I've been a part of, I think, have turned out really well. Like, I love organizing them myself because I know, like, I'm not going to ever at any point half-ass it. I'm going to make sure that everybody, like, fits in in, like, a, a way that shows off maybe the most important part of the character. So, like, I will have, like, these big pages, like, full of notes. Of, like, this character, like, it has this feature and they want to show it off. So I'm going to do this. Like, I'll, I'll place them here. Or this, this character has this feature. They, they want to show it off. I'll like put them next to this person that complements their color scheme, and they'll both look good together, like something like that. Far more effort than I think people, a lot of people realize, because I know I've seen a lot of people as well where they're like, "Oh, just draw a character, you know, just uh, figure out a space for them." And I'm like, "No, we we need to plan this because it still has to be a good piece in the end. It's not just yeah. a good, it's not just a collaboration. Yeah, it's of, not just uh, a, a collection artists. of drawings. It's got to all complement each other. Yeah. yeah, it needs to it needs to flow together. It needs to be like it needs to lead the eye the same way a regular image that you do on your own would. It's still one of my favorite things to do." Like, I've always... I love collaborating with people. It's the same way, like, that's why I've colored many... Like, many times I've colored my projects. They've been with my fr a friend of mine illustrating. Because that's the easiest way for me to say yes. Like, hopefully no editors hear this and realize, like, oh, just put an S front on it, but he'll color it. 
That is kind of the way it is. <laughs> well, speaking of coloring, coloring has kind of been like the whipping boy of the comics world in the sense that it kind of appears to be the one that gets pushed around in the schedule. Like, I've heard a lot of colorists talk about how sometimes other people's spots on them getting their art done or getting the script done or everything, the colorist kind of ends up having to take all the brunt of the delays on themselves. Do you feel that the colorists are kind of underappreciated in the system of comics? Oh, my God, yes. I agree 100% with what you're saying. So, so frequently, if, like, a book is late, then the colorist is expected to pick up the slack. Just color faster is the idea. Every good book that's in color will have a colorist that's wor that works with the illustrator. It's not just, hey, this person's good and this person's good, put them together. It's they complement each other. And I do believe that maybe not enough people are who are putting teams together are, are art-minded. So they, I don't think that the books are being put together largely in a way that will get the best results because, again, the colorist, they're not an afterthought. So frequently I hear, like, oh, this illustrator is, like, working on a new book. And I'm like, okay, who's coloring it? Hmm. Because, again, it's important. It's like, do they work well together? Can they work well together? Whereas sometimes you see it and you're like, oh, these, I mean, they're both good, but they don't match. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. Because then I feel like, you know, we're losing out on, on, I guess, what could be, like, even better comics. Based simply on the fact that, I guess, not all editors think about how styles match together. And we can ask people to, like, oh, like, hey, well, you know, just change your work to fit this person's work and to an extent we you like all colorists will like um, alter what they're doing with every project to ask someone to be wildly different and ask their work to be what it's not shown itself to be before is i believe unfair to the colorist there's no point as the illustrator going to say hey you're working with this new colorist or they were being on the book and you're new on the book can you draw differently we are the art team the pencil inkers colorist colorists and um letterers they need to be treated equally have that have their input um, being tossed into it. Let you know, let colorists you know sometimes like play and have more fun with it. You know because they are also artistically minded. Maybe they actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. Maybe they did something intentionally and might have been different from what they were expecting, but it can still be solid. I think that's what I love so much about your work. It is it's part of the storytelling, and that was like when I first picked up Afterlift. Well, not physically because I was reading them as they were coming out on Comixology. It was everything about that book that grabbed me, and we talked to Allison as well, and it feels like when she talks about that project that it was a good kind of like team vibe check that happened as it was coming together. Yeah, totally. Well, I want to thank you so much for talking with Paris. Really love your work. Can't wait to see what you have next coming down the pipe, and uh, keep at it, man. Yeah, awesome. You know, I mean, thanks for ch chatting. I... I love talking about this stuff. So that was our interview with Paris Aline. This brings us to the end of another episode of Back Issue Bloodbath. Petula, of course, you can find at inatiff.com on all the places that she is on social media. Just look up Obesa Cantavit, O-B-E-S-A-C-A-N-T-A-V-I-T. And, of course, as she says, here with me. And, of course, you can find everything I do over at geekheartshow.com, where we have issues, articles, podcasts, including some of my TIFF reviews. So go, definitely go check it out. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Geekheart and follow this very show, Back Issue Bloodbath, on Facebook, where we post the new episode every week. 
But if you want to make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. It's about time, you know, just do it. I think it's time you and I, we, we had a commitment to each other. We'll keep bringing you great stuff. And all you have to do is subscribe on that podcasting platform of choice. I think it's a pretty fair deal. And uh, while you're there, why not, you know, throw a few stars our way. Give us a good review. That would be all right, too. But for now, I bid you adieu in the world of comic, the four-color world of comics. To be returned next week, this has been Back to Your Bloodbath. I've been Andrew Young. My host is Petula Neal. Have yourself a good 